This is apartment 303. Didn't they say 304? No, 303. I wrote it down twice. Apartment 303, which I've definitely heard of. Greetings, human beings, and welcome back to Apartment 303, a podcast for community fans. My name is Dave, and alongside my co-host, Dan, we are here every month to discuss all things community, each and every layer of the show, and why we love it so much. Today, we have what is possibly, probably, almost certainly, the most exciting episode of Apartment 303 that we've ever recorded, and our first ever emergency podcast, because within the last hour, Peacock has confirmed and given a press release that the community movie is, in fact, happening. So, of course, we've all been working toward that, fighting for that and want to talk about that as soon as possible. Here at Apartment 303, we had already planned on Monday recording a podcast that was going to be full of rampant, wild movie speculation. We're going to be still recording that podcast with our friend Ethan Anderton, uh, who's a senior writer and podcaster from Slash Film, who's going to help us work through all of these awesome movie shenanigans. But in the meantime, for our first emergency podcast, there was no other person that I could have on but our old friend from the days of yore, from season one, from season two. You know him. You love him. Welcome back to the podcast, Adam. Thanks, Dave. It is great to be back. Uh, I believe Yogi Berra once said thank you for uh, everyone who's made this day necessary. Oh, dear. So on that front, let me pitch you the old question. What have you been doing, my friend, and what have you been up to? I have been freaking out for the last hour, and I I famously am not someone who who was advocating the movie because I loved so much where the last episode of the series finale ended, but it's fine and well to say that, but then when the news actually hits, when you see Joel McHale and Danny Pudi posting on Instagram, hashtag and a movie, uh, you kind of forget all of those things, and I'm supposed to be working today and I'm not really sure how that's going to happen because I feel like a a giddy jubilant toddler right now (laughs) got a little of that Christmas Eve night feeling going on there like you're uh, perpetually Donald Glover at heart right My my whole brain is crying right now. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so that being said, by the time this podcast gets out, which is hopefully going to be about lunchtime on Friday here in the Eastern Time Zone, breakfast time for our friends uh, over on the West Coast, I want to start out by getting these facts out here. We've told you guys the movie has been confirmed, and I'm not going to sit here and read the entire press release to you guys, but there are a few points that I wanted to pull out from Peacock just so that we can establish some facts, and then we're going to react to those and see how we go from there. Sound good? Yes. Okay, so from the press release. In a highly competitive situation, Peacock announced today, within the last hour, the long-awaited community movie based on the Emmy Award-winning, critically acclaimed, fan-favorite NBC comedy series, Community. Original stars Joel McHale, Danny Pudi, Allison Brie, 
Gillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, and Ken Jeong will reunite with Joel McHale as an executive producer. This is the first time hearing of that. This movie will come from original series creator Dan Harmon, executive producer Andrew Guest, and from studios Sony Pictures Television and Universal Television, which is a division of the Universal Studio Group. Additionally, Peacock is also acquiring the full series library, although it appears as though that is in a non-exclusive fashion, so we may still see community streaming on other platforms. I know right now it's on Netflix and Hulu, so it's going to be the whole series will be on Peacock, but maybe not necessarily exclusively. We might still be able to see seasons one through six on other platforms. Community the Movie, from the TV series that predicted its own movie, comes the least predictable movie of a TV series that referenced a lot of movies in TV. Okay, whoever, Abed wrote that. That's I was going to say, whoever wrote that for the press release was, yeah, that, that, that feels pretty meta to me, for sure. Six Seasons in a Movie started out as a cheeky line from Community's early seasons and quickly ignited a passionate fan movement for this iconic, hilarious, and cool, 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 NBC comedy, said Susan Rovner, chairman, entertainment content, NBC Universal Television and Streaming. We're incredibly grateful that 15 years later, we're able to deliver fans this promised movie and can't wait to get to work with Dan Harmon, Andrew Guest, Joel McHale, Sony, and our partners at UTV to continue this epic comedy for Peacock audiences. Now this next point I'm gonna take issue with and I think you'll know why right off the point. Community was light years ahead of its time when it premiered on NBC in 2009. Can we just stop right there? How did they miss the the opportunity to say streets ahead there. Like, is this a direct shot at Chevy, do you, or do you think that someone just messed up I think, in the press uh, release? Th- I think that Chevy has coined and minted that phrase, and uh, anytime someone says it, he gets royalties. Oh, okay. That's my guess. So maybe they are intentionally not being streets ahead, but according to Peacock, Community was light years ahead, not streets ahead, of its time when it premiered on NBC in 2009, and they are thrilled to once again visit the brilliant minds of Dan Harmon, Andrew Guest, and this impeccable cast. Uh, The final quote I want to share here is again from Aaron Underhill. Quote, this franchise is the very definition of community. And she says that with the lowercase c. We're excited to bring the band back together and continue the journey of these beloved characters. So... That is the end of the points I pulled from the press release, but I will add, as we end on the note of beloved characters, as of right now, the three original cast members who are not confirmed to be appearing in the movie are Chevy, Donald, and Yvette. Now, there's rampant speculation that Donald and Yvette might still join on, or at least make cameos. I've seen a lot less speculation so far. Again, this news is as fresh as it gets. Nevertheless, that that Chevy would be uh, doing either of those things. So that is probably the longest I've ever monologued on this podcast. But I wanted to make sure I got those bullet points across because, you know, this is... I don't want to say this is what it's all been for because it's not. You know, we love this show. Our listeners know why we love this show. And I would have continued to make this show without a movie indefinitely. But the fact that we are finally here in the day and time where it is not surreal, uh, it is not a dream episode, we actually are finally getting this. It's it's really hard for me to process the surreality of the entire situation. So 
now that I've got all that press info out there, I'm not even going to ask you, Adam, specifically which one you want to start with. Uh, what's your reaction to that official information we now have from Peacock? I don't know what to do with my words right now. <laughs> um, you know, it's similar to what you have you know, already mentioned. I think kind of the key point there is who is and who isn't returning. And again, this is new. This is fresh. It, you, we can't expect to already know about Donald. Um, Yvette, of course, I would love for her to be involved. I know over the years she has been left out of publications and things, so I can understand her level of, of perhaps hesitation, but it, it wouldn't feel like community without her. And that's what the original cast, you know, Chevy was... What was the line from the from the series? Uh, being old and crazy and racist drove him excluded. Something along those lines. And I'd be surprised if there wasn't a way that he got worked in, in some capacity. I know in season six, there was the provision that Chevy couldn't film on the lot, so they got him to film something else as kind of that hologram. I would expect something like that. You would expect they would at least mention his character or have some sort of off-screen reference to him, even if he doesn't appear or officially Definitely. I, I suspect that Pierce will be a plot point of, in some form or fashion, and that could get into the wild speculation territory, and I've got some, uh, some concepts for that. But to just kind of take a step back from all of that, I want to say that the closest thing that I can compare this to from my lifetime is when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016 because it was something wow. that, that well hear me wow. out I'm hearing I'm hearing you out I'm hearing you out <laughs> because we just got to the point where we can we're conditioned to believe that it couldn't possibly happen that this oh yeah well wait until next year wait until next year and then this year came and it was such a surprise and surreal to use the word that you've mentioned a couple times already. And I, I, yeah, I don't know what to think and how to feel about it exactly yet, other than in typical Cub fan fashion, I'm expecting, okay, well, now that we're at the World Series, we're going to lose. Or that in this case, maybe uh, they won't get Donald and I won't like the movie as much. It'll kind of sour what I thought was a basically perfect ending in the or first the movie place. could just, you know, completely fall flat on expectations, which would be akin to losing the World Series in that situation, exactly. right? That's that's exactly um, my concern. But, again, we're going to... I'm going to encourage everyone to do something very non-internet age, which is to just take a deep breath and hope for the best. And I, I hear you literally taking in a deep breath, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm with you, um, homie. And just really enjoy this whole process. And it's been a bumpy road, and it's stopped a couple times, and there have been detours and all sorts of things. But at the end of the day, this community, Lower Sea, is it's it's the community that helped get LeVar Burton a million petition signs to host Jeopardy. So even though that didn't happen, the community came together. Obviously, LeVar has other fans, but you know how we are on active on the internet i'm quite aware um, yes i'm with you very much vaguely familiar it's the community that's trying to get the capital c community lego set built that's what i was doing before i logged on and i am supporter 5916 on getting the greendale community set oh dear built. 
yeah, so we're more than halfway there and just kind of enjoying the camaraderie and, again, the lowercase c community that is, you know, this this fandom. And for at least the next 72 hours, let's just be happy about that. Let's enjoy one another in terms of our passion, in terms of our love of the show. And I, could- I think that's the approach to take. I couldn't agree more. As you noticed, me taking a, an overly dramatic deep breath into my microphone here, as you suggested doing such a thing, I literally needed to do that. Uh, but I think that advice carries over figuratively as well here. You know, we are all so excited that this just happened, and, you know, it, it almost feels like the beginning of a sports season to me, right? Where everyone's team, you know, everyone's healthy, no one's hurt yet. Like, you never have more hope for your team than before the season starts, right? Whether it's training camp or spring training or, you know, whatever preseason your league might have. And I kind of feel like that's at, we're kind of at that hope peak right now where it's like, okay, we've been waiting for this forever. It is about to start again. And right now, everything we're hearing is is good and is hopeful. And I don't want to say like it can only go downhill from here because obviously that's not the case. But I think that does underscore your advice, which is we really need to savor this moment. I already said off the top of this podcast that on Monday night, I'm going to be recording a deep dive, probably 90, 120 minute show with my co-host Dan, with Matt from Communities, and Ethan Anderton from Slash Film. And we are going to unpack, we're going to deep dive, we're going to pick apart every level of this from the journey to how we got here. And then also what to expect going forward. And I think Matt and Brad are going to bring really useful and unique perspectives on both of those points, respectively. You know, we're going to record that Monday. My plan is to have that episode out for you guys mid next week, probably Tuesday or Wednesday. But in the meantime, Adam, I think your advice couldn't be better. Like, let's just savor this. Like, maybe it does get better from here. You know, maybe this isn't the peak. Maybe the movie blows us all out of the water and it's everything we all ever wanted and and or more than everything we all ever wanted but let's not worry about that right now you know let's let's take those deep breaths and i think we should take the next few days to really just cherish the fact that all these internet campaigns all these hopes this is what we've been fighting for and at least for today it it feels like we should be celebrating a victory i i couldn't agree more with you agreeing with the thing i said (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to do the bit where we keep taking that up to the next degree, but only because I would have to edit it out a lot more later. Um, So, I I mean, that's it. I really just wanted to get an emergency podcast out right away, let people know what was going on, what our plan was for covering the content. Before I cut this short and get back onto Twitter, community Twitter is exploding right now. Not literally. People on Twitter... Not literally, just for the record. Um, (laughs) You know how the internet is. (laughs) I'm familiar, yeah. Anyway, we need to get back to the internet figuratively exploding over the community community and the community movie. Uh, But is there anything else you wanted to throw in and add before we get back to that insanity? I just am glad that this has happened in a way that seems seems good. It seems like uh, we're on the right track here. And... I reserve to change that opinion later, and uh, that's okay because that'll make for good podcast material. But yeah, just right now, let's all bask in 
the excitement and let's continue to do that as you know we hear news about okay great Yvette's on board officially Donald's on board officially and then all of the terrific you know cameos that we'll see you know Kumail Nanjiani might be on it um, yeah I've already seen Oswald. people calling for Keith David and all Paget. those yeah Paget Brewster to come back and, and all those cameos and stuff so it's going to be really exciting to follow and see who does and doesn't sign on. And I imagine in the end product, we're going to see some cameos from people that we didn't hear about. I think there will end up being some surprises, as much as it's hard to keep anything a secret nowadays in the internet age in which we live. But yeah, for me, I think for right now, that's uh, that's where I want to leave it. So Adam, thank you so much for joining me. I know you're on the West Coast, so you woke up to this news. Uh, thank you for getting on to record an emergency podcast with me at before Crisis nine alert before nine a.m. your time. It was truly uh, the greatest crisis alert I have ever received in my life. So, thank you for being the person who texted me the official news. Thank you for hopping on to unpack and uh, help me get this out to the community right away. I cannot thank you enough, my friend. Couldn't be happier to do it. Thanks, Dave.